0: Hello there! Welcome! This is a special edition of To a Certain Degree called Odd Numbers. Every other Monday my guest and I choose a theme, we play some music, and we chat. Do we always stay on topic? Not quite, but it's always a fun talk, and I think you'll like it. The topic for this episode is our favorite t-shirts of all time, and my guest is the macrame mama herself, Victoria Walsh. T-shirts are how we express ourselves, how we commemorate big events in our lives, like concerts or vacations they show our loyalties to brands or sports teams or even our personal ideals we keep them around long after they no longer fit or completely fall apart they mean a lot to us for more on this episode please visit to a and now on with the show Leanne LaHavis on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was What You Don't Do. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to Odd Numbers. Uh, I do this every week, and every week I have a very special guest, occasionally a returning guest, and this week I'm lucky enough to have one of those. Even though it's April Fool's, she took me seriously and still showed up, which was very kind of her, Victoria Walsh a.k.a. the macrame mama, is back. Good morning, Victoria. Hey,
1: good morning. Thank
0: you. Get right up on that microphone. I am up on
1: this microphone. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, Good Hi, morning. morning. Good morning.
0: You are uh, I mean, more awake than some.
1: I partied hardy at Orlando Flea yesterday. Orlando
0: Flea was yeah. very well attended yesterday. Some amazing, amazing vendors, including yourself. And I got to talk to a few of them and ask them, about today's topic,
1: Mm, which is,
0: which is our favorite t-shirts. Now I have an entire essay on the history of t-shirts where they came about. Why? I'm just kidding. I don't have any of that. I thought it would be an interesting topic because I feel very strongly about t-shirts. I think people generally do like the t-shirts they have, that they've collected over the years that they've gone to concerts, the sports teams uh, that are represented and things of that nature, so I thought it would be a good topic, and uh, yeah, it was not short on any of them for myself, so picking top five, was that difficult for you, top five t-shirts?
1: No. It was It was hard to limit it to five.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You have then more. Yes. You have a ton of favorite t-shirts. So many. How many on your list do you still have, as opposed to, you know, they've gone the way of the dodo?
1: I have all of them. Really? Yeah. I... I don't keep things I don't fit into anymore. Okay. So I will say that my favorite T-shirts change a lot. Um, like my husband keeps T-shirts for forever, and I have to secretly throw them away when they start to get worn and like holes in them. But I just <laughs> probably hope he's not listening. Um, he's but not yeah, I uh, <laughs> hope it's not. Hope not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely still have all of these shirts. I, I think one of them, I guess, I don't fit into anymore, and I guess it's my first one that I feel like I'm not ever going to get rid of it but we'll get
0: to it. Okay, so you still have it, but you don't fit into it yeah. anymore. But it's still an aspirational shirt. Maybe you'll fit into it again someday?
1: Yes. Okay, good. In more ways than one. Good. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Interesting.
0: Well, let's listen. So I, I talked to some people at the Orlando Fleet yesterday, which is put on by Daily City, which is a great event done quarterly. I think, have you done all of them or a couple of them? I
1: skipped the second one. Okay. Yeah, but... I did the first one, huge success. And then yesterday we were partying on the rooftop with like Spawn City and a couple other vendors. And mm-hmm. that was really fun. I've never been outside during that event. And that was a good times. So yeah.
0: Very nice. Uh, so let's listen to a clip from Andrew Chang about mm-hmm. his uh, favorite t shirt ever. And he does give you a mention as well. I don't currently own this shirt. My friend has stolen it and it, is, it has become her shirt. But we have said that it can never be thrown out. It is a very deep plunging v-neck that has rainbow lightning bolts going down the v-neck so she currently has it
2: in her possession and has for the last like eight years but i'll get it back one day and it'll be mine again Um, but if i had to choose one of my own i mean they're all my babies and you're not supposed to pick your
0: favorite but i guess if i had to i love our flagship shirt which is can i say that oh okay it's swan city swan swan city bitch um and that's Definitely probably my favorite. Okay. That also Victoria macrame with fringe and her chef. Yeah, so good clip there from Andrew. If you want to see more of that, um, uh, especially the fringe version of the shirt, they can follow you on the Instagram, the Facebook, the
1: the macrame, websites.
0: Mama, mm-hmm. M-O-M-M-A. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I want to make sure I get that down.
1: He walked that out in a runway.
0: I saw the picture of it. That was pretty uh, fierce, I believe, it is was, what the kids say.
1: It was awesome. And he, he was the only man in the runway. So there were, like, three looks. And, like, the first two looks, everyone comes out. And all of a sudden, the macrame looks come out. And in addition to this crazy macrame, then all of a sudden, Andrew comes out. And everybody was, like, losing it because everybody knows him in town. And he's gorgeous. And he was wearing polyester bell bottoms and just rocked it. It was great. So
0: you made macrame fringe on the sleeves for his shirt. Yep. Uh, And then you were also making macrame, what would you call that, dresses and vests and stuff?
1: Yeah, all of that. Um, I kind of went on an artistic journey through the ages with fashion and tried to mimic some of those traditional silhouettes throughout the eras. Mm. So I have pieces that reminded me of like a Victorian style. I went with like an Edwardian collar and we did some anklets with it. I did like a 70s shift with like blush and um, marigold colors mixed in. Um, We did like cool white pieces with like metal pieces, you know, fit in. But what's nice is that every woman has their own um, curves and figures, so we worked with each model to find out what they wanted to highlight about their body. And then we have these adjustable dress forms and made something specifically like for them. Um, and with different materials and that was really really cool for me I never made clothing before and I had nine weeks to make nine looks runway acceptable um, so that was a huge creative challenge but I feel like on top of the world after it came out because I feel yeah. like I hit so many different styles and everybody looked awesome and it's all super wearable I like macro made a zipper somehow but it's all out of cord but there's like So it's actually wearable and I can like unzip things and get people into it and then zip it back up and it's seamless. You wouldn't be able to find it in the pattern, but I was able to figure out how the cords would sit and attach to each other. So that's, um, feels like a huge accomplishment and inspiring to do more pieces with that. I really enjoyed macro making apparel. I think I'm going to call it macro wear, macro wear, macro wear, like macro may, macro make, macro made, but this is macro wear. Got it. Maybe. Okay. I'll Let's feedback. work on that. Okay. Let's workshop that a little bit. <laughs>
0: don't, get, don't get married to that idea. All
1: right. You let me know. Comment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Comment anywhere on the internet.
1: Yeah, yeah. you anyway, yeah. I'll find it.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll track it down. Mm-hmm. Please do that. <laughs> uh, so from a fashion perspective, then you're the right person to have on the t-shirt episode of Odd Numbers. This is uh, where we bring, you know, people in and we talk about a topic rather than an interview. If you missed any of the interview with Victoria uh it's on my website at tocertaindegree.com you can learn more about her we had a lot of fun talking about bad business ideas and how you got to where you are and making macrame mm-hmm. and things of that nature but for right now do you want to go first or do you want me to go first as far as t-shirts go definitely want you to go first okay. okay so i brought some today okay so i actually brought i'm wearing one of my favorites but i'm gonna start with this one because it doesn't quite fit anymore. No one knows what this website is, but this was a website that was out for a little bit called Lala.com. And so what you were able to do on Lala before Apple bought them was list all of the CDs that you owned and you were willing to trade. And what they would do is send you an envelope and a little uh, sleeve to put the CD in for when somebody requested it and you would address it to this person. So it's basically trading CDs um through the mail for and I think it costs like a uh, $2 per CD to get it in the mail. So if you had CDs you didn't want anymore, if you wanted to share stuff, you could do that. And so what they did was if you shared a certain number of CDs, they would send you a shirt for every day of the week. So that one's Tuesday. Um and you can see that it says Tuesday. It
1: does say Tuesday. Yeah. it has like a billboard. Yeah. I don't is this like a radio station that's on the T-shirt? Uh, I thought it was some sort of antenna? amusement park. Oh, okay. Like a pier Yeah, and a Ferris like, wheel? There was
0: a Ferris wheel. And so that reminded me a little bit of growing up in Daytona too. So there was that throwback. Yeah. But you can see that it's pretty worn out. And I just, I loved the site. I loved talking about it. I loved getting CDs in the mail. And like people would, the, pe- the people who were participating would write little notes to each other in it. It was a lot of fun. And then I would imagine it's not, it wasn't 100% legal from a music sharing perspective because what people were essentially doing was they would put their CDs up there, they would get one in, rip it, and then put it back up so they could send it out to somebody else.
1: Yeah, that's not cool.
0: Yeah, but it was very freeing in many ways because you were also getting rid of things potentially. Like you could not request anything and just put the stuff out there and get rid of it. Right, right. So you weren't getting paid anything. You were just paying to uh, get the CD itself.
1: It's amazing. You're really showing your age with this
0: shirt. How so, was I don't like feel early? like, um,
1: you know, like my, we didn't really do a lot of the online like CD collecting. You know, yeah. I, find I was able to like download things. You're like downloading them on Apple or like LimeWire. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. And that's where we collected well, this was our was around music. the same
0: time. Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't like, you know, this is 10, 15 years ago. This okay. isn't in the 80s or anything. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. All right. <laughs> we'll let it go. This shirt definitely looks a little older than that. You it should, does you look should pretty know old. It's a blue shirt, and it's um, I could tell that it used to be a really gorgeous dark royal blue, and uh-huh. at this point Getting it's faded. almost like denim, light denim. Yep. <laughs> it's lovely. Definitely Edding a love faded shirt. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But this was the
0: only, I think, the only concert shirt or music-related shirt that I have. Because I don't always buy shirts when I go to concerts. Do you buy a lot of concert shirts when you go out?
1: I do. Yeah. yeah I really like them. Especially because a lot of people have been, I, I go to a lot of local shows. so It's a lot of local artists. Oh, okay. shirts. So, so to, to me, it's them. like two people that I'm supporting. Yeah, yeah. The artists that made the shirt and the artists singing the music.
0: Yeah. As opposed to the, uh, the entire machine that's behind the big artists. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I wouldn't go buy a brand new shirt. It's too many of them out there. It needs That's to be true. like cool and limited. I'm showing my hipsterisms now and I'm pushing up my glasses that like you can't see on radio. Right. But yeah, I like the like the local ones or the limited printed like screen printed T-shirts that they have around town. Those are pretty cool. Some bands will put out like we only have 50 of these T-shirts. You know, you have to have them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what is your first shirt? Oh, or
0: did you want to play you? I'm want to play a song and we'll come back to that?
1: Well, I want to change the game up on you because you're always telling me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've decided, you said, come up with five shirts, right? That's exactly what I said. I'm going to throw a kink in your whole radio show today. And I'm going to do a game called Three Truths and Two Lies. So I'll give you five of my t-shirts, but two of them I don't actually have.
0: You don't own any more?
1: I have not ever owned them.
0: Oh, you have? Okay.
1: But I have convincing stories.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so at the end of the show, I'm going to have to figure out which ones you don't actually have.
1: Right. Okay, great. Okay. Fine. Let's do that. All right. So my first shirt is Shabooms, which my husband plays in the Shabooms, and they've been getting some traction, being played here and there on the radio. They're on tour. They're doing cool things. They're like a garage soul and like garage... Grouch Souls what they call themselves, so it's very soul-inspired with horns and all that, but they're definitely punk kids. So, like, if soul and punk had a baby, that's what the Shabooms are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, back in the day when I was dating my husband, we, they had the Usage Fee album come out, and there was this huge tiki party over at Will's Pub, and it was great, and their logo was, like, this kind of drunk flamingo with, like, sunglasses on holding, like, a cocktail. And so I'd have that shirt with it. It's yellow has the... Flamingo on the right-hand side, and then it just says, sh-booms. And that's probably my favorite one. And my mother-in-law has matching shirts, so we like to wear it around Nick and make him feel uncomfortable. That
0: that does sound like it would be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. What year was this that you got that shirt?
1: That would have been, man, before my daughter, so three years ago, 2016.
0: All right. Yeah. I'm just writing down some facts here so I can tell them apart Later, now that you've thrown this, uh, this curveball at me.
1: It's a pretty exciting curveball. It is very nice.
0: Yeah. Well, I, a couple of people chimed in on the website, and um, music shirts were very popular, obviously. So uh, Natalie from the Alterity Chamber Orchestra mentioned Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas as a band. She has a, uh, a sweatshirt from them, but I counted it, uh, that she was very fond of, and we'll play some Jessica Hernandez later. Uh, Skip, the artist, had the Heathens shirt when he was a kid. And then Jack Graham, these were two that I might go steal from his house. So if any shirts are missing from Jack Graham's house, this is not my admission of guilt. Uh, Frank Zappa, he has a Pipco t-shirt. Frank Zappa had a lot of um, uh, subversive type of messages on his shirts or they were just really funny. And so I think that was pretty neat. And then Tom Waits from his fan club, It's a rain dog t-shirt. So I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know know what that that means exactly. I want to see it.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to Google that during the next music.
0: Well, let's play some music.
1: All right. What is it, rain dog?
0: Rain dog. Tom Waits fan club. Uh, And you can learn more about Macrame Mama on all of the social medias. But uh, go to mama M-O-M-M-A dot com. Oh, good. It is .com. I'm going to write that down so I remember that next time because I've already forgotten. Let's have a dance party with Janelle Monet for now. Dance or die. Not a great choice, but uh, I think if you, if you can, get uh, get dancing.
1: Get jiggy with it.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to A Certain Degree. Here's a question. Do you like trivia? If you said yes, check out Simon Time Trivia. Simon is a great host, and he has events seven nights a week all over Orlando. Nick, you say, what if I want to check out Simon's trivia skills with a Z before going to one of his many trivia nights? Did you, did you ask that? Did you say that? Were you thinking that? Check out the Simon Time Trivia podcast that's available wherever you get your podcasts and also on pftmedia.com. As someone who used to write trivia questions for an America Online channel in exchange for free dial-up hours, I can really get behind the finesse of Simon's wordplay and his factual prowess. Didn't intend for that to sound so not safe for work, but there you are. For a full schedule, go to facebook.com slash Simon Time Trivia. Back to the show. Janelle Monet on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, from the Arc Arc Android or Arch Android. I'm not sure how to pronounce that from uh, 2010. It was another time. Uh, Dance or Die featuring Saul Williams. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to Odd Numbers on WPRK. This is a show that I do every other week. I usually bring back guests who have been on the show before and I talk to them about a particular topic. This week's topic is R t-shirts. This week's topic is our favorite t-shirts from all time in the world. And my very special guest is Victoria Walsh. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah. I'm really excited to be here. My I, I caffeine know. is kicking
0: in. I'm so glad because you had a big day yesterday at the Orlando Flea. So I, I appreciate did. you doing that and then setting up and talking to people all day and, then you know, having a breakdown not literally, but break down your stuff. I don't know if you broke down.
1: A little both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was hot up there. It
1: was really hot. Yeah. Really bad sunburns.
0: It's it's a good look on you. And you have the t-shirt to match, which is great. Yeah. Very- I have
1: the worst red, like, crispy critter, like, British tourist um, sunburn right now. <laughs> and then I decided to just pair it and go all out with, like, a super p- bubblegum pink t-shirt on top of it to just really bring out that rose color in my skin. It's fabulous. Very nice. Yeah. But, you know, after Orlando Flea, I went to the Queens for Queens soft launch. Do you know What's Queens not? for Queens? No. It's run by Jasmine Diaz, and she is a queen. But it's all about millennial women supporting other millennial women and breaking down that, like, stigma between all of us, that, like, cattiness that we grew up with in high school. where sure. We're, all, like, super competitive because we want the cuter boyfriend, and we want to be more successful in business and blah, blah, blah. Well, she says nay to all of that. And has started Queens for Queens. So she's got some cool subscription boxes coming up where you can, like, have get-togethers with your friends and do, like, women empowerment things. And she curates this box so that way you can host your own, like, group party of empowerment. And yesterday we were at the Welcome House, which is a super cute little spot over downtown Orlando and had, like, a nice cocktail and, like, celebrating her and her relaunch and all the cool things that she's done. um, So that. That's really where the more tiredness came from. She had some really yummy cocktails and uh, hung out with some cool people like Townie Tourist. Very nice. And Brandy from Mended, and all the cool girls were in town. So that was fun. That's cool. It definitely was fun, but the Queens for Queens was really fun. So you
0: had a big day yesterday. Yeah. So even more so grateful for you coming in today because it could have been, you could have easily said, oh, April Fool's. I'm not happy April Fool's, by the way.
1: Yeah. You too. He texted me this morning and he was like, Hey, by the way, the show goes on. It starts at noon. And I'm like, super confused. And he's like, April Fools. Not funny.
2: Yeah, it wasn't. Woken up really early. Yeah, yeah. That
0: is not a good April Fools. How about we hear from somebody who's more embarrassed than I am about that joke? Let's listen to uh, Angela Zirkel. All right. From the Chiffon Cat Vintage. And uh, she's going to tell us about one of her t shirts that she can't get rid of.
1: When I was in high school, I was a huge fan of the All American Rejects. I know, I know, but um, I had, still have my T-shirt, my original band tee. It's super like crusty and you know gross, but that's what makes it awesome, right? So I uh, paint in it, it. I can't get rid of it. No, right. still in my drawer, with all my other things.
0: So yeah, All American Rejects, which is, I'm not saying that's a bad band, but it's interesting that you know you have uh, these shirts that are. Or or something that you're maybe ashamed of because it's not as popular as you think it should be or it's not the big band or, or something that uh, people might like, you think, uh, but you still keep it anyway. So did you ever have a shirt like that? Not out of your list of five, of course, but did you have a shirt like uh, from a band that now looking back at it, you're like, eh, it might be a little embarrassed to have that still? No. Okay, so did, I, you, did you have one that was sort of a point of pride? You were like, yeah, I like this band in your face.
1: The Shabooms one, that one's pretty cool. I'm all into that shirt. But no, I don't. Maybe I did have a brand new shirt. And like back in the day, brand new was kind of like emo, mm-hmm. you know. And so not everybody thought that was cool. So I kinda, I guess I had to be careful about who I wore that around, you know. Like I wouldn't go to like a cool metal show. And like bring out my shirt. brand new yeah not appropriate
0: i think i had one that was uh my favorite lyle lovett shirt oh. and so people have that kind of reaction mm-hmm. when i say lyle Lovett. but he's uh, uh i think he's one of the best songwriters of all time and i really enjoy his music but um yeah so i had one of his shirts so i actually had uh one so a second shirt from him and it was from a lyric of one of his songs on the back, it said ugly from the front. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can see why you like that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly why I like that <laughs> yeah. shirt.
1: Yeah, I like it. So, I'm into it. Yeah.
0: All right. So other favorite shirts before I break out one of mine, let's go with one of yours.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And so- if you're at home and you want to interact or you're listening on the radio on your way to work and you want to interact with your own story of shirts, you can go to social media or alternately... You just yell at your radio.
1: Yeah, I'll hear you. Yeah, and yell louder. Or
0: just you know turn it off when it comes to a break. Like, what's your favorite shirt? Click, mm-hmm. and then you can answer, uh-huh. and then you can just come back.
1: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, everyone's listening.
0: <laughs> that would be great. Okay, so and we're playing a game today where I have to I have to uh, identify two of the shirts that you're going to be talking about as shirts that you've never owned.
1: Right. Or you don't currently own. Exactly. So five shirts total, three truths, two lies. Okay.
0: You've never owned these shirts. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. So Um, shirt number two. Shirt number two. I'm going to go with my petty cabbing shirt. So before I had my daughter... When I was a bachelorette and I was doing my thing, I used to pedicab downtown. I was a little dangerous. But then I switched over to, like, working at CityWalk as, like, a contractor mm-hmm. employed by Universal, and it was great. We'd pick up people over at CityWalk and then ride them to the hotels that were on property, like the Hard Rock or the Portofino or what have you, and it was fantastic. It was, like, fun money. You get, everybody's happy they're on vacation. And I had this great, like, pedicab shirt from them, and it was the I Ride Pedicabs And they're, like, one of the elite groups in Orlando. Like, if you're a or you want to work with them because they treat their employees the nicest. They have super fancy pedicabs. Like, they take care of everything for you and, like, give you uniforms. You get free park admission. And it was just kind of, like, the coolest of the cool thing. Um, And I was, like, super thin, of course, because I'm riding, like, 50, 60 miles a day, pulling, like, two to five people in the back of my pedicab and so it was just like I was in my element I love that kind of like um stimulating like work environment and being able to socialize and just chat with everybody so that shirt is super worn really sun faded you know a baby pizza cravings and 60 pounds later I do not fit into that pedicabbing shirt but just that whole, like, moment, and that's also when I found out I was pregnant, and it was a huge transition for me to, like, leave that life, and that's when I started Macrame Mama. But I loved, I loved pedicabbing. I did it a couple times a week, and it kind of just supported my, my crazy randomness for a life. It's kind of like a bartending type gig where you just get a bunch of cash. You only have to work a couple, couple hours a week, and it was great. Um, so I missed that. But I don't think I could just jump back into pedicabbing. You really have to train and like Well,
0: that's the thing. Do you have to go through some sort of test yes. before you can do it?
1: Yeah, and you also have to get the same licensing as a taxi really? because you're like public transportation. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you have to get all these permits and definitely have to pass a test. You need to be able to pull, you know, like 700 pounds on average, sometimes a little bit more, a little bit less, and just know how to use the gears on your bike. And it doesn't ride like a normal bike. You know, you have to kind of steer differently. So I remember getting on it for the first time and like not knowing what I was doing and like running into a fence. Um, but yeah, there's a little skill to it. Mostly it's just like being able to be personable. Yeah. You yeah. know. Because the more that you talk to people the more they like you, the more they'll tip you. So you're essentially like a working, um, you know, hospitality representative for the park. But you're trying not to like act like you're completely out of breath and sound really cool and calm and collective when you're pulling like this when family of five to, on the yeah. back of your bike, but you know, you're fine. Just keep going. So
0: this shirt also represented the transition to motherhood or to...
1: Yeah, just kind of like that was the last thing I was doing before I feel like I knew I was going to become a mother. Um, and so that was that was pretty neat for me. There were, It was definitely a weirder, wilder, more scallywag type era of my existence. Um, but it was great. I'll probably never get rid of that shirt.
0: And... Yeah, what could you turn that into? Could you uh turn it into cord and macrame it eventually?
1: No, because then you won't have the cool logo on there. Oh, no, that's true. I could maybe like cut the bottom of it and like fringe it, like super nineties style, where yeah. they just do like the cuts and then sure. maybe like macrame the fringe at the bottom.
0: There you go. Yeah, but I like it still that. wouldn't fit into it. I like that we do need to come up with a good way to save our shirts. I don't necessarily like framing them. I think that's a bit much. Yeah. Because to me a t shirt isn't so highbrow and expensive and you know that sort of thing that i would uh, necessarily do that with i did have an idea a while back it was a bad business idea as a matter of fact where you know the wood walls where you do the pan, um the planks of wood up and down mm-hmm. and uh, reclaimed wood for the most part is to um, wrap some of the wood in the shirts and incorporate that into the wood wall and so you could have that as part of it it was called wall due respect
1: is this a bad business idea or is yeah. this a real thing? No, it was a bad business okay, idea. Okay, I'm kind of into it. Yeah? Yeah, actually, it'd be pretty cute. I yeah. also really like it. There's a couple of women that'll make, like, quilts, Yeah, you know, for their kids. They collect, like, all their kids' cool sports T-shirts and, and then stuff, they get, yeah. like, this quilt when they're, like, 13 or whatever. That's always really cute to me. And also yesterday at Orlando Flea, there was, she was not a vendor, but she was just walking around and she makes tote bags. Out of old T-shirts.
0: Oh, that's cool. she
1: had, like, cool patchwork things. And she'll even take, like, you know, button-down T-shirts with a pocket and put them on the outside Mm -hmm. of the bag. So you have, like, this little cell phone pocket and little button shirts. And she even, like, worked some on the inside, but it was real cool patchwork of some T-shirts, some, like, you know, nicer cotton, like, button-up style. And you could tell it was just some guy's old shirts apparently it was her late husband's shirts and she didn't want to throw them away so she started making a bunch of like totes for her to use and that was just the sweetest thing yeah
0: see i like that better than the quilt because i'm always warm and so i'll never Mm. probably need a quilt for the most part
1: yeah i could see that you could could definitely use a tote.
0: i always could use a tote. yeah I could use a tote right now. I'm sitting down and on the radio, and I'm still like, I wish I had a place to put all my stuff.
1: All your T-shirts.
0: All my T-shirts. Let me get to my next one, because I think this kind of dives into the reason that I'm always hot. But this is not the shirt, but it's the same organization, company. It was called Tattoo, and this is a tank top.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And the reason I have this one is because there was a white version of this. It's a tattoo-looking design. It's got a heart uh, with a knife through it. And if you want to touch it, it's a tank top, so you may not want to. But the idea was that I had another one. They made one with a sort of Coptic cross on it, and it was white. And so uh, I should never wear tank tops, first of all, uh, because I don't have – being half Sasquatch, I have hair in <laughs> awkward places.
1: I pictured, like, the big, like, poof coming out the back, like, shoulders. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
0: Pretty much. But, it, you know, I, I – I, My mom is very fair-skinned. She's redhead. She's from Greece as well, but she's redhead and freckled, and my dad is very dark-skinned and hairy. And for the most part, you know, Greek men, Mediterranean men, have a lot of hair. Um, Unfortunately, all my back hair doesn't quite connect yet. It's very (laughs) patchy. So I'm really waiting for that to happen so I can bring back the tank top. But the reason for this tank top was one of my favorites is because for, you know, the cross was on it, And I was 18, 19, 20 years old and I was wearing this and it was sort of a, um, uh, you know, a rage against the machine kind of reaction to religion at the time. And but my grandfather on my dad's side saw the shirt and this is the one with the cross on it and he really liked it. And so because he liked it, it made me want to wear it more. So I wore it till it wore out and so I kept this one because I didn't wear it as much. I didn't like it as much as the other one. But it still reminds me of my grandfather Okay. here and there. And so that's why I have that one still.
1: Did your grandfather also wear it like a Raging of the Machine?
0: Kind no, like- it was not Grand- ironic for him okay. at all. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, but he was, um, he was uh, very hairy, oh. uh, especially on the back hair. But he would always wear undershirts, but the tank top undershirts. Yeah which would not hold back any of the hair yeah. when he put the shirt on over it. So it was really kind
1: of yeah. like sticks out a couple inches. Oh, you yeah. Can see like, that. yeah, like it soft looked like he puff. was puffing up. So yeah. Fluffy. Yeah. It's weird that I like I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of like I just want to mm. cuddle up on that. So it feels like so, like extra soft pillow. <laughs> and it's a little weird. It is, so your hair doesn't connect on the back. It's like you're not full werewolf yet. You don't have. I am not. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I haven't gone full Squatch.
1: No. Hopes and so, dreams.
0: I have it down on my list, my bucket list is to make sure if I don't get it all connected to get the hair implants. You
1: get, yeah. It's going to say hair implants. So I'll just like yeah. graph hair. I don't know how that works.
0: Well, I have other places I can donate from. Oh, gosh. On my body.
1: Wow. Well, do we have a break in here somewhere? I feel yeah, like let's nobody take a break. wants to hear about.
0: No, I wasn't going to mention where exactly. So uh, if you have any favorite t shirts that are hair or not hair related, Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free again to mention it on any of the social medias that we're talking about. And Victoria can be found at macrame mama com. You can see upcoming classes. Do you want to talk about one or two of your classes that you have coming up?
1: All right. I'll talk about the ones this week that I'm pretty excited about. Um, or classes and events, yes. I should say. Mm-hmm. Nice correction. We Thank have you. the... Plant Hanger Workshop, yay, over at Art and History Museum of Maitland. So the Plant Hanger Workshop is one of my most popular. It is $45. Gets you into the museum for the day. If you haven't been to the Art and History Museum of Maitland, they have amazing grounds. And it's not just art. It is also history. And they even have a telephone museum and a carpentry workshop. All sorts of neat things. I work there as faculty. Um, be able to have all materials with that ticket price, and you also get a plant to fill your hanger that day as well. So it's running from one to four this Saturday, and on Sunday we're doing something pretty cool. Do you remember that Pride Pole? That I, I call it Pride Pole, but it was an electric pole on Mills Avenue that I macrame in front of the center. I put mm-hmm. like a rainbow macrame sculpture. We actually call it fiber bombing, which is like the fiber artist equivalent of graffiti art. Out in front of that, I had permits, it was legal, y'all. But somebody came back and cut it down, it's terrible.
0: Yeah,
1: pretty upset about it because I jazzercise right across the street. So I would come out and see this like series of destruction. It took three nights for them to cut it down. They had to come back with a ladder and do it. And when their scissors broke, they came back a third night and then finally cut it down. So the city was like, Oh, heck no, you know, and like, I'm doing the head swirl, I'm doing and snaps. some head bombing.
0: I'm sorry, I should be so they were not saying what you're doing
1: not okay with it and mills 50 decided to fund a bigger higher and gayer pride poll really excited so they like doubled my budget they opened up the the center to be a place where the community can come and be a part of a rebuild um so there's two dates we have this sunday as well as the following so the 7th and the 14th between 11 and 4 you can come in and it's sort of like a free macrame workshop where I'll teach you everything you need to know to help me design these panels that will build inside in the air conditioning. Um, and then we'll be using a cherry picker to go up and put it really high up in front of the center. So nobody can cut it down because it was just not acceptable. The people that cut it down also did some destruction to the center. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I feel like I want to say it was kind of like a hate crime just because they pushed over the watermark newspaper thing and ripped out some stuff and they, kind of vandalize some other things along with that pride pool. I don't think it was just like hooligans out drinking late. You know, it was like a deliberate attempt. So I'm really proud of Orlando recognizing that mm-hmm. and saying, no, we're just going to go up higher and show them. And that's just the coolest response from the city. And I'm really proud of us. So, yeah, if you want to be a part of that and help me make it as extra as possible, fringe out some stuff, make it poofy and um, just be you know, have a little bit of Orlando Pride there or 11th for this Sunday as well as next Sunday, the 7th and the 14th.
0: So oh. you don't have to bring anything to no. either the class or to what you're doing for the pride poll. Everything no. is provided, yep. including the instruction.
1: Yes. Well, at the Art and History Museum of then you'll go home with a little instruction booklet, and yep. I hand you out each not instruction step-by-step step that you'll learn in class, but in case you forget or you want to teach your mom, you can take it home with you, and it has the step-by-step instructions, again, on how to make that plant hanger. But I have all vintage materials to work with at that museum. So we have vintage cord from the 70s as well as old wooden beads. And I got you all some cute plants and some terracotta pots so you can go home with something to fill those pots. Um, But, yeah, they're, they're pretty neat colors of cord that you can't get anymore. They're not made anywhere. The manufacturers don't exist. So I like bringing out those vintage materials for people to play with.
0: So you just go from uh, haunted warehouse to haunted warehouse looking for old cord that was never used.
1: I do that a lot, but I yeah. also get a lot of stuff donated oh, because good. I do so many community projects. A yeah. lot of women, um, you know, especially like our, our parents' generation, used to macrame. And a lot of them have like all that stuff up in their attic from back in the day oh, when yeah. they, they had all the stuff. It. Yeah. And they just don't know what to do with it. And they're so excited to give it to a cause. Um, I do a lot of... Free programming with the public school systems, Mm -hmm. my after school programs, as well as at the Orange County Public Library. So those donations help to keep the costs low. And I can also put lower bids out to the city when I do community installations so we can have more of those because the materials are less. Um, I have a really great lady out in Lakeland that sells it to me at cost because she really believes in what we're doing. So those are good finds, but I definitely love going to like Skycraft and checking out. Over and see if they have any twine or like weird stuff that came in. Sometimes right. they have unique materials. Um, thrift stores definitely have some things, but you know, estate sales can be jackpots. That's your jam. Yeah, those are
0: fun. Yeah, those can be dangerous.
1: I can, can they?
0: Yeah, because you yeah. might buy a bunch of other things oh, too. I That's see. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. not like dangerous in terms of
1: hazards yeah right i was thinking oh. maybe a creepy basement like a hoarder if you went into like a hoarder estate and you had to climb over i think it could be also be dangerous yeah no these are usually pretty nice estates but pretty I, safe yeah
0: but also you might end up with a um a vintage typewriter or seven that would be my problem has
1: this happened to you before maybe mm-hmm.
0: maybe mm-hmm. all right let's play a song donora i might have a worry on wprk winter park florida you're listening to odd numbers when was the last time you saw a typewriter hey if you're attending the 28th annual orlando international fringe theater festival from may 14th to the 27th 2019 you're going to see one or more at the fringe feels table to a certain degree this show is sponsoring fringe feels which allows you to type or write a thank you note to the performers, to the volunteers, to the festival staff, all the people who make the incredible, incredible event happen. Show your gratitude without worrying about your terrible handwriting. That's the boat that I'm in. If you have excellent handwriting, no problem. I'll have colored pencils. Maybe you're a good draw, drawer, 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 drawer. There's also still colored pencils. Stay up to date. Follow Card and Fast on Instagram, C-A-R-D-A-N-D-F-A-S-T. Dates and such will be posted there. Back to the show. Donora on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida, from the album Haha ha Heart. I doubt that's how she wanted it said. I might have a worry. That's how I would talk to my heart ha, <laughs> heart I'll
2: that's what you, you get
0: yeah yeah that seems pretty <laughs> accurate good morning my name is Nick I have a very special guest as I do every week Victoria Walsh aka the macrame mama had a big day yesterday and still came in today so thank you so much for doing that and if you missed any of the show you can listen to it I'm going to have it up later this week at to a certain or podcast version. If you listen to podcasts and you want to subscribe, I would really appreciate it. You can do that on Apple. You can do that on Google. You can do that on Stitcher. You can do that on Spotify. If there's another one out there, you probably do it on that as well. Uh, We are talking about t-shirts, our favorite t-shirts. Let me ask, uh, or let me tell, let me play Man, this is words are hard. Uh, something from another t-shirt vendor we heard from Andrew Chang of Swan City earlier. But Anthony Bencomo, also known as Biggie from Daily Fresh Threads, uh, obviously has some favorite t-shirts. Lessons to listen to uh, some of his.
2: I used to be a huge, huge fan of like those Aeropostale t-shirts um, yeah. that they used to sell. The quality of the shirt was like really good. It's one of those where you can throw in the dryer and you would take out and it still fits me because I'm a big guy, hence the name Biggie. Uh, and so whenever I would wear those, um, it's one of those things that they've last They just feel like they last forever and they don't make shirts like that anymore. They don't make them anymore. So I have them all pretty much like my wife thinks it's hilarious because I can't get rid of them because they're like maybe 15 years old, maybe longer than that, but I still wear them and like they have, some of them have holes, but I don't care because I'm like, they're, they're at home shirts. You know what I mean? Like they're the shirts I would not wear them out of the house, but I wear them to hang out. So I pretty much wear them just as long almost. You know, because they're my hangout shirts. But uh, we fight. We fight quite often. I love t-shirts. I have like, um, when we moved, we did one of those like vacuum sealed bags, and I probably have two bins full of just t-shirts that I've never worn. My wife's like, I'm gonna get rid of all of them. You never worn them. I'm like, no. You never know when I may need one of those. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just love t-shirts. So I don't know t uh, t-shirts are, are awesome. I think they're uh, everyone wear. Everyone wears them. Everyone does wear them. I think is.
1: is... I just huge eye roll here, y'all. Like. <sighs> Men and their t-shirts. I don't know what it is about y'all. And you are Will's stuff until it is like ragged. I mean, super yellows, pits, don't care. Yep. The like collars thing, you've got like the hole near like the neckline. Right near next to it, Don't care. And it. I don't, I just... Huge stains and you guys hold on to these pieces. Again, like I told you earlier, I have to like secretly throw away my husband's shirts because they get gross. I, but don't I, do, know. Think, <laughs> I,
0: I do think that's indicative of the feeling that we have towards them, right? Like yeah. this meant something at one time in our lives. Just like you were describing the pedicabbing t-shirt that you had, you know, you were, it represents something to you. Now you're not wearing it. You just have it in a drawer, Right.
1: I have it hanging up in
0: my closet. Okay, so it's hanging up yeah, in your closet. but I only
1: have one shirt like
0: that. But you have That's in that difference. place of honor. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I
0: could see that, but also, you know, and he was saying it in that quote, Biggie was, um, you never know when that shirt is going to be appropriate. I was thinking about this the other day. I went to a Star Wars art show at <laughs> Hourglass Brewing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and every, like a bunch of people were there. And then I looked later and realized I had two Star Wars related shirts I could have worn, but I had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And if I just had some sort of spreadsheet, or alternately, I had an app, this is maybe another bad business idea, yeah. that shows me what I'm doing. The app looks at all those things and has a mm-hmm. searchable database mm-hmm. of all my shirts. It mm-hmm. says, hey, Nick, you might want to wear this shirt today. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's related to the event that you're going to.
1: Recommended apparel. Yeah. That'll be our app name. I'm I into like it. it. I like it. See, so you, you just, you didn't even know what you had. But at that point, it's too many. You need to be able to know off of the top of your head, which ones you can pull out from the deep, dark depths. And if it was one of those torn, nasty. St- Not to wear it. Like you wouldn't wear it out. Yeah. So then that's when you need to make it into a tote or a quilt at that point. To me, to me, those are you know right. just I, my opinions. I will, I will buy
0: that. So, what's a future tote slash quilt shirt for you, as we end the first hour here? All right, On odd numbers with Victoria Walsh.
1: This one I'm super excited about. It's my Otronicon shirt. Okay, Otronicon staff shirt. I will say so, and uh. I am quite proud of that one because I love or- like Orlando Science Center. I went to summer school there when I was a kid. I had so many birthday parties there at the old kid's town. I volunteered in high school to get my Bright Future scholarships there. I worked there when I was pregnant. And then right after I had Mabel, like after the pedicabbing, I was like, all right, let me go get a real job. And this was my real job facilitating in the kid's town area. We did workshops there with them. Um, and now I I work as like a, a vendor that comes in and facilitates fiber art workshops for them here and there. Mm-hmm. So they've been a part of my life All along, Um, Orlando native, love them. So Otronicon is an event that they have, and it's epic. It usually, like, sells out. Like, you have to park blocks away and come in, and, like, everybody wants to go to Otronicon. They have awesome tech industry stuff that's there, and they gave out these absurdly neon green Otronicon staff T-shirts to all of us. What year was this? This would have been 2017. And so it's, like, a bright neon, almost yellow-green that has Otronicon just written on the front with a little OSC logo. And then on the back of it, it says staff. So people can know that you're, like, a part of the cool stuff going on. And I was just really excited because normally... bother you
0: with questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was,
1: you know, but I'm there for that. Like, I loved that. And normally we had to wear these, like, purple regular old Orlando Science Center shirts but that day we got to wear a super special t-shirt and they gave it to all the employees and we got really excited like it was a casual Friday type thing but I just love that silly t-shirt and it's definitely like two sizes too big don't care it's like the best sleeping t-shirt or I'm going out and I don't want anybody to talk to me t-shirt it's really good yeah
0: now Tronicon is typically a few days right it's a weekend thing yeah
1: I think it's like a I want to say, don't quote me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing, but I feel like it it was, like, another weekday.
0: Did you have uh, multiple T-shirts, one for each day, or was it just the one?
1: Just the one. Okay. Yeah, they did sometimes, like, special T-shirts. I also have from them, not on my list, but also um, right after the Pulse incident, they released, like, a purple T-shirt, the same color of our employee, purple, but we had an option of wearing it, and instead of it just being plain, it had a dinosaur like silhouette, and then the silhouette would, had like a rainbow screen print hmm. over that silhouette. So it was just like a really subtle, like nod um, to support in that community. And that's also a really cool t-shirt. So I liked being able to have the option of wearing that. Um, I did not get to wear my Otronicon t-shirt all the time because it was that bright green, but I could wear and alternate out that purple. That other one, rainbow dinosaur.
0: So shirt. not many people, I think, would choose a work shirt. But uh, I think working at the Orlando Science Center...
1: It's the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: it's a great non profit yeah. And I got to work in Kidstown. So we were just facilitating, like, Crafty Corner and Tinker Time and climbing in the climber with kids or making huge forts that w- out of foam yoga blocks that we all got to run through and knock down and just really neat developmental stages that being an only child, I didn't have a sibling to watch go through and I really needed when I was becoming a mom and so many of the guests that were there, like knew me from when I was not even showing pregnant to like really, really big. Mm-hmm. And then I would come back and they're regulars. They have memberships, you know, so they would come in and check on me. I had so many people that were like, Oh, we've got extra clothes. Let me come drop them off or, you know, giving me tips about this and that or recommendations about Lamaze classes. And some stories I don't really want to hear cause they were scary, but like all of that was so welcome. And it was just a neat community between the, employees but also just the members themselves and even still like i go back there all the time and bring my daughter now but as a guest and it's it's neat to to know that i still have that science center family right down the road
0: very nice yeah all right we'll leave it at that uh just like always it goes very quickly when you're talking to somebody wonderful as victoria is so let's play a song and uh we'll come at it that was a joke i'm not wonderful yeah, thanks. Uh, we'll listen to Betty Serviert. Uh, keep tuned in to this show and actually the next show as well. The Orlando Theater Hour is coming up starting at 9 o'clock. Um, and that's with Ashley Ann Gardner, former guest here, friend of the show. And she's doing some wonderful things there as well. But also from 8 to 9, Victoria will still be here if you missed any of the show. To a certain degree.com is the site to go to. Betty Serviert with Dust Bunny. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to Odd Numbers.
1: I have one of my high school marching band t-shirts from when we marched in the Rose Bowl because that was a really big accomplishment, you know, a little North Carolina band going across the country. Um, I still have that one. And then I have a college shirt from one of our arts festivals that was just... I loved the design, it's like stupid soft because I've worn it so many times now and it's not even a particular sentimental value other than like yay SCAD and a particularly fun event that was how I discovered the college and so it's still kind of a special spot.
0: Have you been to the district market at Mills 50 yet? They have the vegan food, they have great coffee, products from local vendors, and they host special events. What kind of events? How about a Sunday brunch raising money for an animal rescue sanctuary? That's on April 28th. Follow them on Facebook, but more importantly, stop by and grab a bite. Back to the show. Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to Odd Numbers. My name is Nick. I'm here every week from 7 to 9, and from 7 to 9, I always have a very special guest along for the ride. We talk about topics on the odd numbers format. Today, we're talking about t-shirts. Our favorite t-shirts, where they're from, why we can't get rid of them, and the meanings that they have to us. Um, I wouldn't say more than other things. There's things, artifacts we collect from, you know, everything that we do. But there's something about t-shirts because then we can wear, we can wear them, we can display them, we can, you know, walk around with them all day. So it's really, uh, it's really neat and compelling in terms of uh, the things that we have. And talking to some people, we heard from Ariel Rassel uh, before the song started. Uh, she's from Lomesto, local maker here in town, does some really neat things about, uh, you know, one of her band shirts. When she was in high school in the band, she got to play at the Rose Bowl. And then she actually found her college uh, from a T-shirt, or she really liked the T-shirt and eventually went to the... Um, uh, the SCAD. What does that stand for? Uh,
1: something. Art of College Savannah Design.
0: College of Art and Design. Yeah,
1: I should know that. My neighbor, Callan, she's wonderful, went there. Yeah. I think it's college. Okay. Savannah. Yeah, Very good. we're going to go with that. <laughs>
0: uh, so Victoria Walsh is here and talking about she makes clothes. She makes macrame. She makes wall hanging. She will teach you how to do those things. Mm-hmm. She's got a class coming up this weekend at the Maitland Art and History Center. Yes. And uh, another event on Sunday, which is really neat. Do you want to tell people about that Mm -hmm. as well?
1: We're going to be macrame around an electric pole on Mills Avenue. So uh, we're going to be doing fiber bomb installation. Fiber bombing is the fiber artist's graffiti. So you can help me wrap an electric pole with some macrame, but we will be building it all inside and then using a cherry picker to tie the panels that we create really, really high up so nobody will vandalize it. It'll be a cool collaborative event going on from 11 to 4 this Sunday and next Sunday on the 7th and the 14th at the center. So if you want to take part, show up at the center on Mills, say hello at the front desk, and they will point you to where we will be hanging out. I'll have snacks and coffee and macrame skills.
0: So you'll be assembling or uh, creating it this Sunday and next Sunday. When does it actually get hung up, or is that part of the process as well as you hang part of it up Sunday, this Sunday, and...
1: It'll or be done up next Sunday. After the, the two days, depending on how many people show up, hopefully it'll be completely built. But if it is not completely built, then I might take some time on my own mm-hmm. to make sure that it's finished. And then when it's finished, we'll order the cherry picker. I just want to make sure that it's epic before it goes up. So I will report back to you on the actual installation date. Very nice.
0: So if people were to follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm.
1: They would go to Macrame Mama.
0: Macrame Mama, Mama. M-O-M-M-A.
1: Yes.
0: And they could find out a little bit more about how to help and what you need to do. And you don't have to have any prior macrame skills to come in and help out with this.
1: Yeah. The littler macrame skills, the better. Or at least however you would word that. But fewer macrame skills, the better. Yeah. All experiences and ages are welcome and appreciated. I will teach you everything you need to know. And if you don't want to learn how to knot, but you want to be a part of it, even cutting cord... Is super helpful we need to cut a lot of cord into various lengths ends. and then we need to mount yeah. them and then we got to fray them and we have to trim the edges and make sure they're even so if you're not super crafty you think you can't do it I can have other things for you to do but I mm-hmm. promise that things that I'm going to be teaching are super beginner I teach them at the kids macrame classes they're the same knots that you would use in friendship bracelets I have the utmost confidence in our community that they can Mac or make something awesome with
0: me. You can do it. They can. Go help out. It's a great cause this Sunday, next mm-hmm. Sunday, and then also look for, maybe you like it and you want to take one of Victoria's classes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. All right. So I have a shirt, also a staff shirt. So you talked about your mm-hmm. Tronicon staff shirt. Mm-hmm. This was from Maker for Orlando. Okay. And you can see on the back, it says crew. Okay. Yeah. So I was uh, part of it this year. I was one of the producers, or 2018, I should say. And uh, it'll be happening the second weekend of November this year as well. Uh, so the weather was really nice. It used to be in October, and they pushed it back so it wouldn't uh, butt up against Creative City Orlando. And it was just a really fun time. And it was, I, I would imagine this was like the Otronicon shirt for you. It really felt like I was representing the organization, Maker for Orlando and Maker FX, Maker Space, um, and the group that puts all of this stuff on but also felt like I'd really earned it by volunteering that day by working up to the event and helping out with the media and PR for the event as well mm-hmm. um along with a lot of other great people um you know I think I, I put on a very I I contributed a very small amount to it compared to what a lot of other people uh do to make this thing happen um but Maker Fair is really neat because they also do a program where Uh, there's uh, producers and residents, So people will come in from other places that have put on maker fairs from elsewhere um, or that are planning to do one. And what they do is bring them in so they can have the experience or help out. And they know what's going on because they've either done one already or they're going to do one. And so they want to learn. So it's really neat uh, the way that it's run, the way the program is done and everything else. So I really, really appreciated it and like this is my favorite shirt now so i'm hoping it doesn't get too worn out but you know maybe for a year until i work at it again and get the 2019 version of the crew shirt and it's a lovely purple with silver wording on it
1: it's the same purple as my science center shirt is it really Um, super exciting yeah so we can be purple twins we wanted to also I will say that this shirt is the least ragged of all of the shirts he has on the table right now <laughs> the screen printing is not flaking or cracked it's nice it's still relatively
0: new yeah yeah taking care'll get that it will get that way eventually Well let's listen to are you familiar with sugar rush marshmallows
1: no okay so that Sounds was one delicious. of the vendors
0: there so they're the ones that do um, the marshmallows and they actually have stuff inside the marshmallows. Uh, but their big thing is that they actually will um, uh, roast them in front of you uh, so that you can have that very flavorful experience of putting it over the fire. Uh, chestnut yeah. style?
1: Yeah. Mm, yes. No, chestnuts roasting over and open. S'mores. Oh,
0: boy. S'mores. That's the one I was looking for. Okay. Not so much chestnuts. <laughs> uh, so let's listen to one of the co-owners of Sugar Rush Marshmallows, Jean Summers.
1: I think that probably the best t-shirts that I've gotten, I used to live in South Korea and they have just gorgeous t-shirts with just tiny little errors or just the wrong thing or whatever. So, um, I I just, I'm having a hard time thinking of it right now, but like I have one that's just kind of a little bit nonsense that I love it. And it's just like got a rocking horse on it. And it says change horses in middle of stream. And I don't, understand why it is but i had to have it and i just can't get rid of it so but yeah that's and yeah. we have a collection of them but i can't think of another one right now so that's the one
0: <laughs> so a bunch of shirts from her time in south korea did you travel and get shirts at all when you traveled
1: no i didn't travel a lot yeah. growing up yeah i was raised with a single dad most of my childhood um so it just really wasn't in the budget for it we did a lot of camping mm-hmm. and like more rural type traveling. If we did go somewhere, it's nothing really cool to collect shirts from.
0: Nice. Still though, I'm, that's yeah. like a good trip. Yeah, oh, when you're doing that kind of thing, really pleasant. Yeah,
1: yeah, we were definitely outdoorsy. So I guess I have like weird camouflage shirts, from, like <laughs> random <laughs> hunting trips, but nothing like that I'd want to wear out.
0: Right, because people wouldn't be able to see you.
1: Exactly. I or think- do I want to wear them out?
0: Uh, or do you, and, and you're just behind people the entire time when they're talking about you? Yeah.
1: I'm behind you right now.
0: uh, uh <laughs> That was a weird sound. <laughs> uh, for travel, for me, uh, growing up in Daytona, my family owned gift shops. Okay. And so gift shops, the big thing was the T-shirts. And so I didn't like going, I still don't like going into gift shops whenever we're traveling or whenever I'm traveling alone or with the kids or anything else. And so, uh, yeah, so I pretty much avoid those altogether unless I'm traveling and I need a shirt, right? Like I'm out of shirts, I'm out of clean shirts or something, and I can't get them washed or whatever.
1: You can't use a laundromat?
0: I can't use a laundromat or I'm in a foreign country and I don't know exactly what that all entails.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so uh, that happened when I went to uh, Europe for the MBA trip as part of the Rollins Kramer MBA that I did here. I was like, I am out of underwear and undershirts. Let me go buy some of those.
1: Who packed your suitcase? I did. Well, come on. I'm not
0: good at it. I'm not good at packing. It was first overseas trip in a long time, 20 years, so yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I'm still working on this thing.
1: Yeah, adulting.
0: Yeah. We but are. also, you know, I do have this idea that, you know, if I get there, I can just buy stuff if I really need.
1: That's true. Yeah. Like, who needs toothpaste?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. I think one of the interesting things is, um, uh, what is it, the runway? There's an there's a organization called Something the Runway.
2: Okay.
0: And what they do is they allow you to rent clothes, uh, and really nice clothes. Yeah. And so I like that idea, except for when you travel. So instead of taking a bag with you, you can just say, I'm going for this many days. I'm going to do these things I'll have a bag ready for you at the airport and then you just drop it off on the way in and you don't have to travel with anything. Is this real? No, I think we should do this. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then people are like this is we could have it like leveled to fanciness. So like on a scale from 1 to 5 how fancy is your event going to be or each day could be leveled from fanciness, exactly. you know, so like one day you have a super casual I'm just going to coffee shops and being cool and then so we get like nice scarves and big glasses. And um, you know, then the next day they're like really fancy, so then they need like that little black dress and cool heels and maybe like a fancy necklace.
0: We just solved fashion for everybody.
1: Oh man, macrame apparel and one of the. Mm-hmm. the of
0: options? course, yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. you're one of the sponsors now.
1: Yes. Of this new venture. best idea you've had so far. Ah. Yeah.
0: That's saying like, a people lot. People
1: would really appreciate that. Actually. I would. I don't want
0: to have to pack and travel and then realize I didn't pack all the right stuff or it gets cold suddenly because I didn't obviously (gasps) look at the weather.
1: Or we also do the research on what t-shirts are cool at that time in that area. So like you're going to go to some cool place in Spain, but like we'll find the cool local bands in that area in Spain. So then you can wear it and everyone's like, oh, you're so cool. You know about this band and you'll come over with your American accent. Like, yeah, totally. I knew about them the whole time. And we just got you cool points.
0: I love it. Yeah. I love everything Mm -hmm. about that. Let's listen to a song. Uh, This is Tegan and Sarah. Speaking of loving it, a big fan of Mm -hmm. both Tegan and Sarah, Mm -hmm. even though I can't really tell them apart because they're twins. Mm -hmm. Someday on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to Odd Numbers. This episode was recorded live on April 1st, 2019 on WPRK 91.5 FM. You will hear things on WPRK that you won't hear anywhere else. There's always something interesting happening, so listen early and often. Speaking of listening, you can listen and watch the To Be Decided. Miller and Davis host a YouTube channel where they tell stories, review music, and generally make really great videos. For example, a documentary about a Japanese folk band named Fishmans. Fishmans? Check out youtube.com slash the To Be Decided for more. Back to the show. Tegan and Sarah on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to Odd Numbers. That was someday from their 2009 10 year old album, Sainthood. It's weird to think about 2009 being 10 years ago. Doesn't seem like that. Good morning, my name is Nick. I'm getting nostalgic here with Victoria Walsh of Macrame Mama, uh, which makes sense because being able to do macrame and some of the stuff that she works on is a little bit nostalgic. It's a throwback to an earlier time, but she also puts her own spin on it. So it is a modern classic when she's done with it. Follow her on the Instagram and the Facebook at Macrame Mama, M-O-M-M-A. She's also online if you just want to go to her website, see what classes and events she has coming up, macramemama.com. And that is also M-O-M-M-A. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: He always makes a really...
0: (laughs) Dramatic (laughs) appearance?
1: No, like... Point of doing the M-O-M-M-A part, and
0: I appreciate that. Well, yeah, because I was, uh, obviously when you were first on, I was getting that wrong left and right, mm-hmm. even after you corrected me. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to make sure that that is accurate. I appreciate that. For you. Yes, yes. So it's mostly out of guilt. Um, today's topic, speaking of guilt, is T-shirts and the T-shirts, you know, sometimes we can't get rid of, we feel bad about getting rid of them. I definitely have actually thrown or you know, used as a rag or donated some of my old shirts. And now thinking about it, I'm like, I know I couldn't wear them anymore. I know that they're, they were gross, but I still kind of wish that I had them still. You're shaking your head. You're rolling your eyes. Maybe you're doing that while you're listening to the show as well. But, yeah, you're just, you don't do that.
1: I mean, it's just once they're old and raggedy. Okay, so and they should be rags. All
0: the favorite ones, the Shabooms shirt, the Pedicab, the Otronicon shirt, eventually they're going to wear out. Yeah. And you're going to get rid of them.
1: It's true. I don't think I could get rid of my Shaboom shirt.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like so the the one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe I just didn't really appreciate them as a kid as much. I never had that, like, connection. And as an adult now that I have, like, screen printing friends and, like, artist friends that do those designs, I'm mm-hmm. appreciating the T-shirt more. Um, So, yeah, I might turn into that person, but as of right now, I'm still going to keep judging guys on super torn and like sweat pit stained t-shirts.
0: So let's listen to uh, Kelly Bratt of Brat's Beard Care had some thoughts on his favorite shirts in terms of, you know, sort of signifying things that he's accomplished or things that he's done
2: is probably two things. I still have um, a couple of t-shirts from high school. Just, you know, the memories and, and you know, that you had from that, uh, you know, just never goes away. So that's always cool to kind of pull that out and throw it on. Um, probably a, as an adult, some of the race t-shirts that I've done, you know, different like marathons and half marathons, uh, those are some of my favorites, you know, you know, currently.
0: So it's nice to have that proof that you actually ran them or I guess you could just get them at a Goodwill or another thrift store and say that you ran the race. Right. Which is nice as well.
1: Nobody will know. Nobody's going to question you about Who's it.
0: Who's going to check on that? Who's, is there somewhere where you could, you know, figure that out? Uh, Someone you can call?
1: Maybe Track Check? Maybe. I don't know. They should start selling, like, vintage run marathon shirts. That would be very cool. Yeah. I would buy one of like those. Like the old Disney marathon. Yeah. Those would be neat. Yeah. I, I love that he keeps his marathon shirt. When I used to pedicab with my pedicab shirt, I got to be the bike lead for the marathons at Disney. So like in the front I would run with usually like second runner. So there would be a lead that would be with the first runner because they would be like way ahead of everybody Mm -hmm. and they're running through all the parks and they don't know quite the routes. So they have people on bikes that lead the runners and they're placed strategically throughout the run to kind of keep everybody where they need to go. But that was always really neat to be there like super early in the morning. Riding my bike through like the weird baseball fields or going through Magic Kingdom or the back lots of Animal Kingdom, and I'm not running it. They are, they're working their butts off, but I'm just riding my bike next to them, making sure they're on the right path, That's shining awesome. my bright flashlight so they can see, and just giving them little, like, yeah, you can do this. So I, I've never ran a marathon, but a lot of respect to people that. Well, yeah,
0: but very few people have ridden a bike through the Magic Kingdom too. So you're one of the few to have done that.
1: That was so cool. And
0: that was without the pedicab, right?
1: Right. That was just, I I got involved when I pedicabbed. A lot of pedicabbers also do that. It was like a volunteer gig and you get like a free Disney pass for the day if you volunteer for the event. So it was just neat. Again, riding your bikes through Disney. Pretty fantastic.
0: I think it's funny because you know, you don't have the pedicab because I would imagine a lot of the runners would be tempted to just jump in and cheat a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I would.
0: Yeah, 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 100%. I'm glad we're on the same page as far as that goes. Victoria uh, thinks a lot like I do, um, which is frightening that we're both in the same room. Uh, So let's just move on to your next shirt. Um, And for people who are just tuning in, we have a little game going where Victoria is naming her top five shirts Mm -hmm. Of all time, I'm doing the same. So think about if you're at home, in the car, at work, whenever you're listening to this, uh, maybe think about what your top five are. And maybe ask people. I think it might be a good way to figure out their personality. So if they liked, if they have one from a really terrible band that you hate, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe it's time to get rid of that person Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. could be a little personality
1: no time for that in your Trait. life no zero. Done.
0: zero. it's kind of like the um uh you know the simplifying your life the whole Mar- what's her name mary oh gosh Con-
1: mm. condo yeah when everybody's Condor. taking instagram pictures of all their yeah. clothes on the bed that, that yeah be. exactly mm-hmm.
0: just simplify your life of people yeah. with t-shirts that you don't agree with
1: yeah okay
0: good so uh you're telling me about five shirts i've mm-hmm. gotten three so far yes. there's two more but what you're saying is two of these you don't own anymore or you've never owned?
1: Never owned. Never
0: owned. Okay, so let's go to uh, letter number four. Okay. T-shirt. Okay. Victoria Walsh, Macrame Mama. What is your shirt that you have supposedly owned?
1: Okay. Well, I am obsessed with Jazzercise. And I know, I know, Victoria isn't Jazzercise. That thing your mom did with the high-waisted leotards? Yes, that's exactly what it is. But unfortunately, no leotards? are part of the class anymore, but the unfortunately, on Mills, yeah, I'm really upset. I wanted the neon like tights and high-waisted okay. thing in yeah. the big, I might still do it, but it's great. And it's, it's been around for years. It's a great group of women. I'm a part of the Jazzercise on Mills 50, that little group there. So there's women younger than me to like, in their sixties, there's one lady that comes out and rocks out in a chair mm-hmm. and still works out. And um, they have like monthly challenges. So like in February, If you did 22 workouts, I think, during the month is what it was, Um, 22 or 23, I don't know, but you pretty much had to go every single day. You could only miss, like, two or three workshops, and I tried to go every single day to try to get this stupid shirt for this tank top because it was so competitive, and, like, you were the cool kid in Jazzercise if you have these tank tops, and every single month you have to try to, like, get one of these, and then you can wear them into class, and everyone's like, oh. She completed the challenge. She kind knows of thing. what's Like up. Yeah. yeah. So it was my first month there. So there's one shirt that you get during your first month. If you get the 10 like classes done within the month, that's like, you're welcome. Congratulations. You made it tank top. But then there is this one that was like the 22 classes. And that one was pretty epic because it was red. And the other ones were blue. And I really wanted this red shirt. And there's this lady that lives down the street from me. And she's like in her 70s. And she has the red T-shirt. And I really needed it. So that's my Jazzercise shirt. It's a tank top. I don't so know if that counts, but it's still, it's still a t t-shirt. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what what does it have on it? What does it say?
1: It just says, love is love. It It's not s- super exciting. And it has the Jazzercise logo. Oh, okay. So so There's just always the different, like, sponsors mm-hmm. that sponsor the t-shirts, I think, is where it gets from. But just, I don't know if, how much money they invest in it personally as a Jazzercise company, but it's just a neat thing that the community does together
0: now that you own it where do you wear wear it uh, to jazzercise oh just to jazzercise yeah
1: no it's nobody else is going to know what it is like it it's just there that's my little community i have this great jazzercise teacher heather on mondays at 6 p.m and she is like permanently on caffeine she doesn't actually drink caffeine but she's just like that personality Mm. i feel like i'm really extra all the time but she is so much more than that and has so much energy and every time that I invite a friend, you get, like, a free friend pass. I always have them come and take Heather's class because she's just mm-hmm. so outgoing and supportive. We've gotten drinks together, and she's come to my runway before, and she's a great lady. Um, but I I love jazzercise. It's so silly how much I talk about jazzercise, and my husband, like, hates getting me a membership because I talk about it more than I'm in jazzercise, and I tell everybody that I know. And, like, all of my friends are probably laughing really hard right now because i know it's so true i always get all of them to come with me mm-hmm. super stoked afterwards always feel really good i mean you get a like sachet and grapevine and then do like sit-ups and there's weights and it's fun music and they have childcare and dry shampoo in the back so when your bangs get sweaty you can like walk out still glamorous like they have it all covered you should come i with, I should with the leotard
0: I. I wouldn't know which one to wear.
1: You can borrow that my tank top. The, uh,
0: top. No, the leotards.
1: Well, I have yeah. a
0: collection of them.
1: Do you? Yeah. Leopard print? Of course. Mm, that one. What, <laughs> am I an animal? I know. Oh, no,
0: I guess I am an animal <laughs> since I have leopard print leotards. Okay. Leopard
1: print and lime green leggings. So far, you've
0: made a pretty good case for all four of these shirts. So I'm mm-hmm. going to have to hear mm-hmm. the fifth one and figure out uh, if I'm right or wrong, if I'm able to call you out on your... Three truths and two lies, as oh, right. it were. Well, let's play a song for now while I, while I consider all this.
1: Okay. There's uh, still one more to go. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. This is uh, The Bird and the Bee with Polite Dance Song uh-huh. on WPRK. Very
1: kind. Yeah, of course.
0: I'm very polite. If nothing, if I'm nothing else, I can't even finish the sentence. Uh, you're listening to WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. This is Odd Numbers. If you live in Central Orlando, you may already receive the Downtown Community Paper. If not, it's available at any number of local merchants and online at otownpaper.com. One reason you may want to check it out, I write for it. There's a story about the Fringe Festival's lottery process and the terror and thrill that goes along with winning. In upcoming issues, I interview Opera Del Sol's Nicole Dupre and Florida Citrus Sports' Steve Hogan. Guess what? A lot of other great writers, good info about what's going on in the downtown area. It's online at otownpaper.com, and if you like the feel of newsprint in your hot little hands, pick it up. Now, back to the show. A little skipping there, but uh, yeah, that was the end of the song for the most part. The bird and the bee, polite dance song. Good morning, my name is Nick. I'm here with my very special guest, Victoria Walsh. We only have a little bit of time left, so we've still got some T-shirts to get to. What are your favorite T-shirts out there? You're listening here. Uh, Zach Prusak, former guest and friend of the show, Zach Prusak, texted. He does um, uh, controlled fires for the Florida Nature Conservancy. I'm Uh hoping I say that right yeah. Um, or one of those groups out there. He works with other groups as well, cities, states, and other municipalities to get those done. so four of his top five shirts are from fires that he's participated in, which I didn't know that.
1: What? That yeah. You can get Florida fire shirts? Yeah. Wow. So that would
0: be pretty neat. Yeah. Or maybe they were just shirts he was wearing, so they're like singed because uh, that would also be really also neat cool. to wear to a party mm-hmm. and stuff. Smells I think that would like be
1: burnt wood.
0: Yep. And then the other one was from the Asteroids video game, which was a little bit before your time.
1: Okay, you're right. Yeah. Wee baby.
0: Yeah, tiny, tiny Mm
1: -hmm.
0: little baby Victoria Walsh. I do want to do eventually the to a certain degree babies, like how they had Muppet Babies, the cartoon. I think that would be a lot of fun.
1: Sign me up. Okay,
0: (laughs) we'll do. We'll just revert you to a uh, child. Uh, If you want to see grown up Victoria Walsh, Mama M-O-M-M-A dot com is the place to go to find out about classes and events. Mm -hmm. And you can see a lot of her work on the Instagram and the Facebook. And I would also like to note that if you want a custom piece done, Mm -hmm. uh, you will do these for events. I think you've done pieces for weddings and things of that nature, uh, but also for house decorations. You've got a wall up in your house and you think you might want something interesting or compelling there. Uh, Victoria can make a custom piece for you.
1: Yeah, I've tried to limit myself to minimum of five feet, so big wall hangings or mm. backdrops for the wedding, also including people. Most of us are over five feet. If you're under, I won't judge, we'll still do it, but I like working in like a bigger scale. I mean, too many plant hangers in my life. I will teach you how to do them in a workshop, and you can make it yourself because they're too easy. Um, but yeah, I like working and making something of like a statement. And really getting lost in it for like days and weeks.
0: Yep. Yeah. So when you're making something like that, are you thinking about the personality of the people getting married and things like that? Or are you just, do they give you free reign to do whatever you want?
1: A lot of times they'll send me things that they liked on Pinterest, like inspiration. So we'll have in the contract, I'm going to make you something inspired from this. With their specific colors, and I kind of send them pieces as I go along, but a lot of times it's it's pretty unique. I usually end up being like a lot more fringy and like mm. thick corded than a um, a lot of other people that leave a lot of open weaved macrame. Mm. Um, that's just kind of my style, but I, I definitely do not like to copy other people's art. I had I've had issues with that before, where I had a wedding venue wanted me to make exactly something just like a picture that they'd seen online, and I would not do that because that's weird plagiarism to me so we kind of had to come up with like a different kind of the same silhouette but different nodding patterns within that silhouette Mm -hmm. to make it unique and sometimes that's a challenging when people aren't able to just trust me to make a cool piece Um, and I have to kind of find that middle ground between copying quote-unquote something they like but not quite plagiarizing Um, and as an artist, it's always a little a little
0: difficult that can be tough Yeah. yeah interesting all right Well, let's get back to the topic at hand, which is T-shirts. So I've got to catch up on uh, some of my favorite T-shirts, but let's listen to Shannon McRae, um, who is now Shannon Cartwright. She does Lou Jewels, if you've ever seen her at any of the events. And all of these quotes that I'm getting uh, today are makers from yesterday's Orlando Flea. And she is, uh, of course, Orlando Flea was a great event yesterday. You were there Mm -hmm. as a vendor and uh, very well attended, as it Mm -hmm. always is. So good job, The Daily City, for putting on such a great event and curating so many great uh, Orlando makers uh, for people to come in and experience.
1: I love Shannon. I'm just going to put that in there as a plug because she's just one of my favorite makers in town. We always go say hi to each other at each other's booths. And she came to a macrame workshop we traded. I traded a ring for a workshop, a date night for her and her husband. And she didn't know it, but she was pregnant at that workshop. So um, yesterday when I saw her, she was seven months pregnant, had her little baby waddle walk going on, and just brought me back to being pregnant. And she's just glowing, and I couldn't be... We're happy for the two of them.
0: So this is uh, one of my favorite quotes from all the ones I heard yesterday because it is uh, very, very touching. So here it is. Shannon McRae, Nay McRae, Cartwright. Shannon Cartwright. Mm -hmm. Nay McRae. How do you do that? Uh, However you do that. Let's play clip. Okay.
1: Okay. I bought so many band t-shirts in the early 2000s that I would just like chop up into tank tops and eventually throw away and now I wish I hadn't. Some of my most cherished t-shirts though are t-shirts that were my mom's like random like gym t-shirts or like band t-shirts from my dad that I'm trying to think of right now that I've packed away since I can't wear them right now. But um, yeah, things that, shirts that belong to my parents I think have more value than the ones I got.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think of that because my parents didn't own, didn't go to concerts, didn't do that. So I don't have that hand-me-down from them. Um, I know my dad has a lot of 80s stuff, 80s clothes. Uh, somehow not cool, nostalgic, vintage-looking stuff. Hmm. Just really weird-looking things okay. that definitely won't fit me because he's a uh, he's a tiny person compared to me. And uh, but yeah, so that idea of you know the nostalgia through our parents when it comes to t-shirts was yeah. very interesting. My very dad sweet.
1: collected Tommy Bahama shirts. Oh, nice. I remember one day I went in there in his closet to count how many Tommy Bahama shirts this man had because he loves himself, an obnoxious Hawaiian shirt, and there were 42 of them. That's quite a bit. It's an absurd amount. He doesn't wear them anymore. Now he just wears like Harley Davidson cotton shirts and he's (laughs) at a different phase in his life. But growing up, it was always like Dockers, Tommy Bahama shirt, and then like Clark's other shoes day after day after day, but like loud patterns. Bright orange, of
0: course. Neon green, yes. Yellow, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. So my, uh, I think this is my second to last t-shirt. It's a long sleeve shirt and you'll see on the front of it, it has a little logo design that says, uh, I guess it's sort of supposed to look reminiscent of whiskey. So sort of whiskey Mm -hmm. bottle design. Mm -hmm. Bubba 2K, old time, old number four brand. And then it has the Liberty Bell on the back and an American flag. And the reason for this shirt, and we got one of these every time we went on a football trip, is I had this group of guys that I went on football trips with. And we didn't go on normal football trips. We went on pretty psychotic football trips. So this one specifically was the one that almost killed us. It was three NFL games in two days. Oh. Yeah. So we went to Baltimore for the one o'clock game on Sunday. Okay. We then went to Washington, which is just down the street, for the, not, for the nine o'clock, 8 o'clock game on Sunday night.
1: Super convenient.
0: And then back to Philadelphia, because we were staying at our friend Bubba's house mm-hmm. for the Monday night football game, and that was the Eagles and the Giants in the old stadium, the Vet. Who won? Uh, the Eagles did, thank God, right. or else there would have been a riot, because yeah. that place is very violent.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm glad that happened for yeah. while you were
0: there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubba passed away a couple years ago. And so uh, all of these shirts I can't get rid of, but this one, especially because it, you know, you, you remember probably mostly the good stuff that happened when you go to something like this, when you have a a weekend with your friends or something along those lines, but you know, there's also a lot of uh, fighting and interesting arguments and, you know, good times and people maybe should uh, have to leave and cool off for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then come back and. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, but it was very meaningful for me to have these shirts as like a memento from those because there's pictures, there's videos, but yeah. you know, being able to remember and frankly, because we printed the dates and the times and the, uh, who was playing, that's the only way I'm going to remember in the future who actually I saw on that trip.
1: So these were custom shirts you all made for? Oh yeah, we had these made. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Liberty Bell on the back of the t-shirt, you know, has a crack in it mm-hmm. and- the t- The Liberty Bell here is like football brown, and it has the stitching on it, just like on a football, to stitch over that crack in the Liberty Bell. So it's um, it's well, pretty you can cool. See the dates there, and the, oh yeah, where it we does went. have the little, what well, kind of it is an old worn. Shirt. Oh yes, all of in October. Yep. Mm-hmm. Washington, he's not lying, y'all. Baltimore, Washington, Philadelphia. That's impressive. That's yeah. a good
0: road trip. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was uh, the last time for a while that we did that. Now we just go to one game if we still go.
1: Yeah, you're old. (laughs) Old geezers now.
0: That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Now that we're older and somewhat wiser. All right, let's get to your, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do your last shirt. Mm -hmm. We're going to play a song, Mm -hmm. come back, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to figure out which is the one or the two that you have never owned, Mm -hmm. don't own, have never owned. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Do you have an idea yet?
0: I'm leaning towards some. Okay. 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 So last one. Last one. Victoria Walsh.
1: It's going to take us back to the beginning of the show. Okay. Back to Andrew with Swan City. I would like to say that his whole collection is my favorite because they're super Orlando-centric shirts. Love him. But my first Orlando Flea with Swan City, I was like fangirling out. I was right next to them and Secret Society Goods, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is this the best fender placement ever? And I walked over to them and begged them for, like, three of their T-shirts, again, another trade, for a workshop. And then since then, we've been great friends, but I got three, and the, my top favorite from him was the, you know, Orlando's, the city beautiful, that's mm-hmm. our saying. His has bold print, the city beautiful, but in between the words in cursive, it says freaking, so it says city freaking beautiful, and it's just a great regular T-shirt other than that. But I just, I love that, you know, because if you know Macrame Mama, you know I'm all about street art and fiber bombing and making Orlando a cool place, interactive place to live. And I feel like I'm definitely trying to make
2: a little the city a little bit yeah. more freaking beautiful. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I like wearing it when I'm out doing my fiber bombings because I feel like, I don't know, it's just silly. Um, but that's definitely one of one of my favorites. And it's such a soft cotton and um, like Dolly Fresh Threads was saying, it's like those shirts you can throw in the dryer and they still come out the same size. Mm-hmm. I know they're always gonna look good on me. They're form fitting. I can macrame the sleeves if I wanted to. <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, city freaking beautiful.
0: Very nice. Okay, I've got five. You got the Shabooms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got Petty Calving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Otronicon, mm-hmm. a staff shirt. Mm-hmm. Jazzercise, the red tank top that you earned. Mm-hmm. I'm watching your eyes to see if you look any direction while I'm saying these out loud. And then uh, Swan City, the city, fr- the freaking the, is city it? City
1: freaking beautiful. The city freaking it beautiful. does not say that. It's just city freaking beautiful. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of detail for that one.
1: Well, it's just text.
0: Okay. Let me. No, no, no. I mean that you remembered that oh. if you're faking it. So I'm gonna play a song now. This is Camille with Tadouler. Okay. Which mm-hmm. means uh, I think your pain, which is what I'm going through right now, trying to figure out what your uh, what your shirts are. Okay. In reality, okay. Victoria Walsh, you can find her at macrame mama.com, M O M M A. You can find more about Victoria as well on my site because I have an interview with her mm-hmm. from last year, 2018. Mm-hmm. Is that the first time we did mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah.
2: 2018,
0: let's call it that. To a Certain Degree.com. You can also subscribe, and uh, the show will be up later this week as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, Camille on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Let me take you back in time to episode 106 with Banks Helfrick. Actually, scratch that. Listen to that episode if you want. Banks is funny and interesting. He's been performing in front of audiences forever as a storyteller and as an educator. Whether or not you listen to that episode, he does some really incredible events around town. One is called Black Cow Jumps. It's a combination of scripted and improvised vignettes with some talented local actors. That's at the Winter Park Library every other month, and it's going to be at the Fringe Festival this year. Also at the Winter Park Library, Banks hosts a monthly international film festival called Life Screenings. It is free. Many of the filmmakers are present to answer questions, and all the films are curated. The theme is to show a world we would want to live in. More info, bankshelfrick.com. That's B-A-N-K-S-H-E-L-F-R-I-C-H. Dot com. Back to the show. And an attempt to play Camille in WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Sorry about that. A little skippy skip action of some kind. All right. So we're back. Victoria Walsh. My name is Nick. And uh, you listed off five shirts. Mm-hmm. Two of them you don't own. Mm-hmm. I have to guess which two.
1: Yeah. But you still have one more left.
0: I still have one don't more you? left. Yeah. yeah, but we're we're running out of time here. Oh, okay. So it's fine. People okay. don't want to hear about me. They want to hear about you. Do they? Yeah, they care about you. Thanks, y'all. You guys I care are so about nice. You, too. you guys are so nice. Macrame Mama cares about you. So I knew you did the pedicabbing. I did. I know you worked at the Orlando Science Center. I know you probably own a Swan City shirt. And So I'm going to go with, hmm, this is really hard. I'm going to go with Swan City because I think it's a different one that you own. And I'm going to go with, I think the Shabooms is very obvious. I think you have to own a shirt from your husband's band.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with Jazzercise. Okay. So
1: you think that it's the Jazzercise and the Swan City? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, almost. I don't have the Jazzercise. I didn't even make the first like (laughs) 10 class tank top, tank top challenge. Um, Nonetheless, I think I gave myself away when I said 22 or 23 days that I had to go take a class in order to get this tank top. And no, I have not made any of the monthly Jazzercise challenges yet. I'm a little disappointed. Um, Also, each month they send you like this little postcard for your Jazzversary as like a thank you for being part of their fitness family. It's super cute. Yeah, they're so cute. I mean, I can't talk enough about jazzercise, honestly. So people can learn a thing or two from them. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love them. And I I haven't been there in like two and a half weeks because I was designing that runway and Mm. making stuff for Orlando Fleet, and I'm getting a little antsy. So I definitely didn't make the challenge again this month. Really disappointed. It is kind of a big deal there to have your tank tops and show off how many you have. So I'm slacking. Um, but I, I don't have a Shaboom shirt. My mother-in-law my shirt has a Shaboom shirt. I was supposed to have a Shaboom shirt. I don't know what happened to it, but somehow my mother-in-law got it, and I never freaking got my Shaboom shirt, and I'm real upside, upset about it. So I'm giving a shout-out now to my husband or to Al or to Brenda or to any of the other nine members of the Shabooms band to please pick me up one next time that they play because I'm a little offended. I haven't had one. I think now I can't even get that original awesome uh, party flamingo with sunglasses holding a cocktail print anymore because I think that it's was gone? with their first album release, Tiki Party Show. I don't think that they make that. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it was. they need to bring it back. I just know that the flamingo is no longer a part of the Shabooms logo. Now they have this cool, like, Blurred art- Odyssey thing, and it has artwork done by Mary Dodd and it's beautiful, awesome, cool but nautical it's work, but it's, it's not the party the flamingo. Yeah. That's the shirt I wanted.
0: All right. Very good. Well, uh, now, I mm-hmm. now I know. Now I know. I'm a
1: slacker at Jazzercise and I don't have my own husband's band shirt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a big confession to make on the radio. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, Victoria, thank you so much for being here. Let's hear again about what you're doing this weekend.
1: Yeah, we're going to be rewrapping the Pride Pole, um, which is my fiber-bombing installation that was put up on Mills Avenue in front of the center. That's some unknown cretin cut down, and we have gotten funding from the Mills 50 District to redo the Pride Pole, but much bigger and much higher. So we have opened that up to the community to be a part of that installation, and I will teach you how to macrame or fringe or cut cord Um, to help us make that a reality and help us make that something that's bright and a powerful, strong statement um, for our Orlando Strong and Orlando Proud community um, as an ally or part of the LGBT community. Everybody is welcome at all experience levels and ages. Very welcome, very appreciated. This Sunday and next Sunday, come to the Center on Mills anytime between 11 and 4. So even if you can give 30 minutes to come in and say hi and eat some cookies please do if you can stay even longer and help us um, anytime during that time would be really appreciated.
0: Nice. Um, Also
1: art and history museum in Maitland. Oh yeah. have a workshop there this Saturday Yep. plant hangers. And then the following Saturday on the 13th, if you have kiddos, you can bring them on down to Lou gardens and we have a kid's hike and weave at 10 30 until 12. And it's a great deal. You $10 for both and for, yeah, you get into the gardens um, for child, one child and one adult at the $10 price. So you get a huge discount in admission in itself, but you also get a bonus facilitated hike and weave. So that's recommended for ages three and up. And we'll meet in the classroom first, and I'll teach them how to weave. Um, if you remember, like with our construction paper strips when you were in art school, sure. and you weave in between that, we're going to do a little bit of, of that to teach them that technique of over and under and then they all have little cute green buckets and they go out into the gardens and we have permission from the gardeners to tromple around inside of the gardening beds and collect found objects off of the ground. And then we all hang out underneath the gazebo and weave together these beautiful nature looms that they get to take home that we've created out of yarn and sticks. Nice. So it's a pretty neat um, interactive take home event, huge discount into the gardens. And it is from 1030 to 12 and you're welcome to stay at Lou Gardens afterwards, bring a picnic it's
2: April 13th. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So we'll have to attend all of those next week on the show. Liz Dewar from Orlando, D-O-U-G-H. Oh, yeah. Mm, so, cool. yeah. So she makes donuts. Yeah. And I'm hoping she brings snacks. I want
1: to go there after this.
0: Let's go find her. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. You've been listening to Odd Numbers on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Stay tuned. The Orlando Theater Hour with Ashley Ann Gardner and her special guest, Is coming up. If you want to know what's going on in theater in Orlando, that's the show to listen to.
1: Do it. Okay, great. Stay here.
0: Great. WPK Winter Park, Florida. Let's play one last song. This is Emma Louise with Gentleman. Good day.
1: Bye. Oh, let's
0: shake hands on the radio uh because I think that makes for good shake, shake, shake. Very nice. Ooh, your hands.
1: They're sweaty. I'm nervous. I'm sorry.
0: And that's the show. Thanks for listening to Odd Numbers, episode 15. Where do you go from here? Macrame Mama. She's doing classes, markets, and community fiber art installations all over the Orlando area. Find Victoria and follow her on Facebook and Instagram. And go to macrame mama, M-O-M-M-A, dot com. Also, visit com to see who else has been on the show, who's coming up, what you might want to or how you might want to interact with it. That's toacertaindegree.com. Thanks for listening. I'll miss our little talks. My favorite t-shirt that I've had for over a decade and I refuse to get rid of is a
2: hot pink sort of subtle tie-dye situation that I got from American Apparel a long, long time ago. I bought it to go see Girl Talk live in concert and uh, it has has a ton of holes in it, um, so much so that I had to cut the sleeves off, but I refuse to get rid of it. It's the softest t-shirt I own and I will never get rid of it for as long as I can. That's my favorite shirt.